Hello, I am Matt Williams, and this is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I hope everyone had a wonderful 4th of July. I certainly did. A lot of swimming, hot day, a lot of fam, uh, fireworks, all those wonderful things. So, I hope you did the same, more or less. Had a great time with your family, friends, whomever. Safe. Um, Today's show is based off an article that came out on Pro Football Focus. And it's their 2017 defensive personnel analysis. We're not talking about specific players. We're talking about what defenses play dime, base, nickel, all those type of things and the trends that are going on in the NFL. Because I still think a lot of you look at player acquisitions, draft, whatnot, and be like, well, he doesn't fit our 3-4, he doesn't fit our 4-3. That matters much less now than ever. You know, that a pure 4-3 or a pure 3-4 on the field is used now very, very much less than when all of us started learning football. All of us. I mean, in fact, and I'm taking some things for Pro Football Focus here. I'm taking everything for Pro Football Focus, and I'm giving you my spin on it. And as you guys know, you said Mike Renner on every Wednesday, and I go to Pro Football Focus every day. I don't 100% buy into all their way of thinking and analysis. And if I rank players, I don't just take it verbatim from their ranks or whatever. I think you've got to look a lot more into it than how they do. But I think it's a phenomenal service and a tool that I use. So I mentioned that, you know, these changes have happened quickly. You know, nickel first became more prevalent than a base defense, a 3-4 or a 4-3 across the league in 2012, which really isn't that long ago. That's five seasons ago. And they became the majority of all plays, you know, know, not just more prevalent than, you know, base or whatever, in 2015. So nickel, starting in 2015, became the, the defense that you see most in the NFL. And it's still true. So by far, though, on offense, the set you see the most is 11 personnel. And if you guys don't know, 11 personnel is one back, one tight end. 21 personnel is two backs, one tight end. 22 personnel is two backs, two tight ends. So what you see the most in the NFL is 11 personnel. So on offense, every team used the same personnel grouping the most, which is 11 personnel. So all 32 teams used 11 personnel on offense more than they did any other personnel groupings. But that wasn't true on defense. You know, nickel were the most prominent, and that that makes up for 23 teams, but there's a variety. Some teams go dime. Some teams play base. You know, for example, Carolina doesn't like to take their three three, uh, linebackers off the field, partially because they're really good, you know. Some teams don't really hardly use nickel. They go straight to dime. And a little of this becomes blurry because what are what are big safeties? You know, a couple, 10 years ago, Deion Buchanan would be called a safety. Are we counting him as a safety or a linebacker? I didn't do the work. I didn't count every play in the league. I mean, that's why I use pro football focus as a tool. So I find this interesting, you know, that, you know, that what teams are doing And it's kind of interesting as to which teams do it. So next up, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at their chart and tell you the six teams 
that used these three different packages. Base defense, again, that's a 3-4 or 4-3, a front seven. Nickel, five defensive backs on the field. Dime, with six defensive backs on the field. So I'm going to tell you the six most and least of those three categories. All right, all right. So, the teams that used their base person, this is on a percentage basis. It's not on a snap count basis. So, if your defense was on the field an awful lot because you were a bad team, it doesn't affect you. This is all percentages of snaps, you know, played. So, the Browns played their base defense, and we'll get to them in a minute. 66% of their snaps, by far the most in the league. The Rams were second, 58%, and that one surprised me a little bit. Carolina was third at 50%, which doesn't surprise me a little bit. I mentioned they don't like to take their three linebackers off the field, and they like to get pressure with just a front four. And they've made it work very well over the years. But if you didn't have the best linebacker in the league, as well as Keekley, or as well as Davis and Shaq Thompson, maybe you wouldn't pull that strategy off. The Colts were fourth at 42%. Denver was fifth at 51%. The Steelers were sixth at 38%. Like, I'm going to get to the Browns in a minute, so I'm just going to kind of ignore that. But And we will talk about them. But the teams that used their base defense the least were New England. Only 15% of New England's snaps was a pure 4-3. You saw a lot of big nickel from them on early snaps, and then they go to dime. You know, so the Vikings, that one surprised me a little bit too. But off the top of your head, who's the third linebacker for the Vikings? Mm, I'm not sure. Barr and Kendricks are really good. Yeah, they never use one. You know, 21% of their snaps were in their base 4-3 or whatever you want to call it. The Packers, also, they have a defensive coordinator change. They're 30th in the league, you know, only 23%. And again, they don't play a lot of linebackers. They play a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, defensive backs on the field. The Saints, and they actually play a lot of defensive backs. We'll get to the Packers here in a minute. The Saints are also at 29%. They had good secondary strength their defense. Dallas is at 27%. And that shocked me a little bit because I, I kind of picture Dallas with you know, a stack 4-3 on the field a lot. And it really isn't all that true. I mean, it's usually just Lee and another linebacker. Or, you know, two linebackers, Hitchens or Smith, or when Lee's hurt, both those two. But two of the three as opposed to, you know, having all three out there. So, okay. Well, then let's go to the, the other spectrum here and say who played nickel the most and least in the league. The Vikings... And a lot of these are going to correlate with the teams that didn't do them before. The Vikings played nickel more than any team in the league. 77%. And now that I'm looking at it, let's mention Minnesota. Zero snaps, 0% of dime. So they basically lived in nickel. Again, who's the third linebacker for the, for the Vikes? You don't know. I know you don't. Falcons, another team. 72% of their snaps in nickel. That's a big number, man. Again, who's their third linebacker besides Campbell and Jones? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They, they ignore it. They don't care. I mean, that's not what they do. 
And even like Seattle over the years. I mean, it's the same scheme as Seattle over the years. K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, and I don't know. I mean, Bruce Irvin's more of an on-the-line-of-scrimmage guy, you know, so at least he was in Seattle. Seattle's third on the list. Again, not shocking. They're third on the So, for example, you know, Atlanta's 28th in nickel, 22nd in dime, or I'm sorry, 28th in base, 22nd in dime, 2nd in nickel. For Seattle, same scheme, 3rd in nickel, 21 in dime, 22nd in base. So you're seeing that that scheme wants a lot of defensive backs on the field and two linebackers prevalently. Cincinnati was fourth in usage of nickel. Makes sense. Buffalo was fifth. Jacksonville was sixth. Again, a lot of nickel from Jacksonville. A guy like Puzlesny got pushed out. Denver was last in the league in nickel. That one was shocking to me because you always think of them as, I know they're a dime team, but they played more base. You know, they're high in the league. They're, they're fifth in each category of base defense and dime defense, but they're last in nickel. And I wonder if I study back through the years, if that's a, a big change for them, because I think they've been a heavy nickel team. At least I think of them that way. The Chargers, very little nickel. And I'm curious how that changes now. You know, there's Derwin James and Adai, both the band snaps at a similar position. The Chargers were though their first in the league in dime defenses. So you see 46% of the Chargers' defensive snaps had six defensive backs on the field, though. So, you know, they were basically in base or dime. So some people just do dime as opposed to nickel. They don't really lean on nickel much. And the Chargers are an obvious example, as are the Chiefs. Chiefs were 30th in the league in nickel. Only 23rd in the league in base, but third in dime. You know, there's a lot of a lot of defensive backs on the field in those two AFC West teams. Uh, the last two, Cleveland's at 29, and they're also at 27th in dime, too. I mean, they're, we'll get to them. They're an, an odd situation, but it doesn't paint them in as a good a light as you might be imagining right now. Um Houston, twenty-eight per, or t- ranked 28th in terms of their usage of nickel. And the Packers were 27th. So, we've mentioned the Packers twice. They're 30th in the league in base. They're 27th in the league in nickel. Well, they're second in the league, obviously, at 42% of dime. But close to half. I mean, 42 is not exactly close to half. But a very high percentage of Packer defensive snaps were in dime, and they just keep drafting defensive backs. I mean, this all goes back to team building and philosophy and things I like to teach you guys about this. As I mentioned, the Chargers had the most dime defense in the league last year, 46%. The Packers and Chiefs were tied for second and third, and I mentioned them both before, 42%. I mean, that's that's where the game's going now. I mean, 46% of the Chargers snaps had six defensive backs on the field or more. If, if you happen to trot seven out, they count in the same way. This is kind of a, a, oh, by the way. Patriots, Super Bowl team, 37% of their snaps had six defensive backs on the field. Crazy. I mean, that's 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 where the this is turning into basketball. Baltimore had 28% of their snaps in dime. Interesting. And Denver also had 30% of their snaps and dime. The Steelers had seven, 24% of their snaps and dime. They're ranked 7th, but that's a bit of a drop-off. So 
The Steelers were pretty equal across the board in terms of their three packages. But they're much more of a dime team than people realize as well. Carolina, 0% of their snaps in dime. I mean, they do what they do. Carolina's 50% of their snaps in base. Basically, they, they call it 49% of nickel. And there's like a 1% of other things, like goal line situations. Things like that they didn't count. And in the article, they do mention that. Like, there, there could be a 1% variance. They don't always add up to 100% because you get out the big, heavy formations and those type of things. So Carolina only really does two different things. No, no dime at all. They're very strict in what they do. I mean, Buffalo's same way. They were another zero percenter, as was Jacksonville. As was one other team. Here we go. Tampa Bay. So Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Carolina. 0% of the time in dime. The Browns, only 1%. The Rams, only 2%. Miami, only 1% in dime. Washington, only 2% in dime. Cincinnati, 1% in dime. Crazy. You know, Seattle, 3% in dime. Atlanta, 2% in dime. Atlanta's another one. They do what they do. They basically live in nickel, and sometimes you see their base package. Interesting. You know, so that's that's the chart. And then they do a very nice job with a write-up here of some things to analyze. So, you know, the, the, the again, the, the 3 4 4 3 thing means very little. You know, that... The term, what they say here is the, the, the term base defense is really a joke. You know, that the, the Patriots really never used it, 15%. And what they say here is joining the Patriots, the teams that laugh at the phrase, quote, base defenses, were the Packers, Chiefs, and Cardinals. So Patriots, Packers, Chiefs, and Cardinals, their base defenses were in actuality a dime. You know, so if they saw 21 personnel, 12 personnel, they were in dime. We're talking usually three safeties and three corners instead of four corners. You know, so we're usually it's going to be a big nickel situation. That's their dime. but And their big nickel will be three safeties and two corners. This is an interesting sentence that I'm just going to read verbatim. Is Cleveland was the polar opposite to New England in so many ways. The Browns stuck to their base defense 66% of the time, which is insane for the modern NFL. I mean, it really, really stands out. So you're probably thinking that this happens because you're constantly getting killed and you are a winless team. And that, you know, you're facing opponents running out the clock on your way to 0-16. and 16. Except the Browns were doing this from the start of the game. They were living in base personnel. In the first half, the Browns were in base defense 66% of the time. And they weren't in blowouts in the first half all year. When the score was tied or the Browns actually had the lead... The Browns were in base defense 66% of the time. And there probably is some strategy that, hey, you know, we're, if we play the Browns, we're going to run the ball a little more and take a little pressure off our quarterback. But still, that stands out. That contributes to being 0-16. Cleveland was the only team in the last four seasons to even hit 60%. So over the last four years, only one team has been over 60% of their base defense, and they were 66 so, they were fourth in, in their in their rankings. The Browns ended up in fourth in rush defense, but 28th in passing defense. Kids out there, passing defense is more important than run defense in today's NFL. 
This is just the way that it is. 0-16 sort of, sort of shows you that. Cleveland had 245 snaps where their base defense was matched up against 11 personnel. Like, that's mind-boggling to me. You play 245 snaps with your base, you know, your 3-4-4-3 your three, four, four, three against three receivers on the field. Only the Panthers and Rams joined them at above 100. You know, Panthers, I could see. You know, you might put Shaq Thompson on a, on a slot guy or something. The Rams, I'm curious what they do this year now that they have big-time corners. I'm, I'm real interested how they use their personnel. I bet linebackers aren't on the field much for the Rams. To put it another way, though, one-sixth of all 11 verse base snaps in the NFL were played by the Browns' defense. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, one-sixth of all the snaps in the NFL that were played with a base defense, any team, against three receiver sets... Most 11 personnel, the most prominent offense you get there, were all by the Browns, one-sixth of them. So here we get to the Rams a little bit. The Rams were the only other team to use their base defense more than half the time, though Carolina missed out on joining them by just four plays. Carolina only had 11 plays, not either base formation or nickel, and nine of those were their own one- or two-yard line, so that doesn't really count. As mentioned earlier, every single one of Carolina's base sets was a 4-3 front, so no team in the league had as little defensive variety as Carolina, which we all kind of knew. You know, I've been telling you that for a while. And again, you have three great linebackers. You want to get pressure with four. It works, but it's not a modern-day theory. It's more of my Jimmys and Joes are better than, or more prominent than my X's and O's. You know, it goes back to Keekley. Minnesota Atlanta, Minnesota, Atlanta, Seattle, and Cincinnati were the least balanced defenses in the league, sitting in nickel more than two-thirds of the time. Again, I mean, again, Atlanta and Seattle run the same scheme. Minnesota and Cincinnati run the same scheme. That was Zimmer. I mean, Zimmer came installed, ran that in Cincinnati, now runs it in Minnesota. They always, I mean, who's the third linebacker on the Bengals? Who's the third linebacker on Seattle, Atlanta, Minnesota? You don't know any of those names. Contrast that with Houston. Baltimore and Pittsburgh, who didn't use any defensive personnel package more than 40% of the time. So those three flipped between all three quite a bit. You know, they between base, nickel, and dime. I hate that it's called base still. You know, a couple of years from now, we are not going to call a four a seven-man front base. It just is that's what confuses everybody. We need to change that. And I don't know how you make those kind of changes in the world. So the, the bottom line isn't that there's a right or a wrong way to do it. Although I feel pretty strongly that the Browns are doing it wrong. The Vikings, Ravens, and Rams were about as far from one another as you can possibly get in terms of their usage. Yet all got it all ended up in the top six with their defensive DVOA ratings. So there's a lot of ways to do it. And those are three really good defenses, but they couldn't really strategize or use their personnel any differently. So that's really the bottom line. It's not that there's a right or a wrong, but the point I really wanted to make to you guys is I don't know that the average fan or the above average fan, as most of you are, if you're listening, you're pretty tuned in and dialed up and smart, realize just how many defensive backs are on the field as often as they are with basically every team except the Browns across the league. So, interesting stuff for me. I really enjoyed that. Seeing the actual numbers, I thought I would have, you know, I'm pretty doubt in, and I wasn't blown away by that, but seeing it on paper and the actual chart and saying, wow, those numbers are pretty strong. You know, that 
some of these teams play a lot of time, you know. So that's a wrap. Um, maybe we'll do Twitter Thursday on Friday tomorrow. I just thought this would be a fun show. Over and out. Hope everyone enjoyed their holiday.